Brahmanas and Vaishnavas, it is trying to re-establish the divine Vanashram institution. For without the division, for without this division of society, there cannot be peace and prosperity anywhere. Oma Ganati Mirandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chakshu Unmilitam Jaina Tasmaye Sri Guruve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Jaina Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Tadati Svapadantikam Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langayate Gurim Yat Kripa Tamaham Bande Sri Gurum Dinatarinam Okay, so There are three kinds of work mentioned in the second chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. In, in, in the purport to the verse where Krishna encourages Arjuna to fight to do his duty uh, and but without attachment and Prabhupada explains there is uh, obligatory duty performed without attachment which is work in the mode of goodness then there's emergency work and work inspired by or motivated by material desires a desire to enjoy the result of the activity so basically three types of work and 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 um, this chapter of the of the Srimad Bhagavatam um, outlines pretty much those duties, right? The, 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 at least the four social orders, Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya, Sudra, yes, purports that this system, the Vana and Ashrama system, is no longer current. And, and Prabhupada says here, in this purport, you can't find a Brahmana, a Chhatri or a Vaishya. Everybody is Sudra or less. Right? And uh, it, it's, it's very interesting. In the beginning of this chapter, fifth verse, sixth verse, seventh verse, I think. Um, before Narada Muni explains these classes and the ashramas, 
he mentions 30 qualities that a person should cultivate, uh, beginning with satyam, truthfulness, and many cleanliness, austerity, uh, 30 qualifications. Humility. Humility, yeah. And these are required before you become a, a, a Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya, Sudra. Huh? <laughs> so, so, and, and Prabhupada makes the point that, that the only way really that somebody could, can develop these good qualities is through the practice of bhakti, through the practice of devotional service. So, because this age is one of degradation, basically, and disqualification, the, the, the um, symptoms of brahmanas, chatriyas, vaishyas and sudras is all mixed up or uh, just completely lacking. These 30 qualifications are not found in human society and so because of that situation it's an emergency. Uh, it's an emergency. So these are the three types of action. Obligatory duties, emergencies, right? And emergency activities, where ordinarily the, the, oblig the uh, obligatory activities, the obligatory requirements, would set the norm of social activity because everything is in, in, in the Kali Yuga, everything is disturbed. It, yeah, it's chaos, effectively. It's chaos. Anarchic. So, therefore, Prabhupada says in uh, the purport to verse 17, that there's a need to train anybody anybody in the principles of spiritual cultivation because if we're, to, if we're to develop these 30 qualifications of a human being effectively which come before identifying an individual being a Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya or Sudra or as is often the case a mixture of these characteristics or a mixture of these qualifications um, uh, therefore, because that structure and that order of society, and especially the cultivation of spiritual knowledge, spiritual acumen, you know, the ability to be able to identify what is right and what is wrong, right? To know what to do and not what to do, which are symptoms of the mode of goodness. Really, what's missing in society is a cultivation of a development of the qualities of, of sattva, right, of goodness. 
But in, in, in the Kali Yuga, we can see most people are consumed by passion and ignorance. Right? And, and their activities are motivated basically by uh, what's in it for me, right? What's in it for me? And, and there's no proper understanding of how to satisfy oneself uh, by the performance of, of bhakti, basically, devotional service, so that one can automatically cultivate symptoms of the mode of goodness by the performance of bhakti, then one automatically develops uh, symptoms of sattva, sattva gun. And in fact, beyond sattva gun to sudha sattva, or purified goodness, right? That's what's required. And so, um, very difficult, uh, it's very difficult to re-establish the Varnashram institution because there's no understanding of or very little understanding of and appreciation of the cultivation of goodness and pseudo-sattva, pure goodness. So Varnashram, the Varnashram system is recommended. It's, I, it's the ideal arrangement for society, but because of the lack of a proper education and a proper cultivation of spiritual practice and spiritual knowledge, and people don't have the basics, the 30 qualifications are missing in the, in society. So therefore, Prabhupada makes the point that because everybody's unqualified, Kalol Sudra Sambhava, we have to take anybody, anybody who puts their hand up and says, I'm interested in cultivating uh, spiritual practice, then they're eligible. All that's required to make progress in uh, this development of the mode of goodness is a desire to do it. It's not actually limited by any material uh, constraints, but rather one has to um, be, pre be prepared to take shelter or to follow the instructions and advice of somebody who's adept in the science of bhakti. Then automatically these 30 qualifications Truthfulness. Let's go back and have a look. There we go. These are the general. Here's the, this is uh, text. Eight starts with eight and goes to twelve and describes thirty qualifications. Truthfulness, mercy. 
Well, mercy, being kind to others. Austerity. And basically, Prabhupada describes austerity for um, humans is fasting. But fasting on a codice, that's the austerity. Bathing twice a day. Right? And, and uh, it's interesting in, 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 in the purport, Prabhupada talks about external and internal cleanliness. Right? And external is obviously, you know, taking a bath, but internal is chanting. Hare Krishna, or any name. It's and it's interesting because Prabhupada says here, any name of God, you, you, regardless of culture or language, right? Just uh, the qualification is to basically meditation on one's relationship with God, one's relationship with the supreme person. Because by developing an understanding of our relationship with Krishna or the Supreme Person, with God, then one automatically, one's consciousness becomes purified. So one understands, I'm not, I'm not this body, I'm a spirit soul. And the qualification of the, our qualification is that we're servants. Right? If we're not serving our family, if we're not serving our wife, if we're not serving our children, if we're not serving our parents, uh, if we're not serving our boss, then we're serving our mental concoctions, yeah. We're serving our false sense of self. So the idea of purification is, is that one understand one's original identity as a servant and as a servant of God. What is it? Nichera Krishna Das. What is it? Ishvara. Parama. No, Ishvara. Ekale Ishvara. What is it? Ekale Ishvara Krishna. There's only one controller. And that's Krishna. Arasaba Britya. Everybody else is a servant. Right? So this is the this is a cultivation of of knowledge and it's a cultivation cultivation of pure consciousness. And of course, that's the purpose of ISKCON. The purpose of Krishna consciousness is to cultivate this understanding that we're servants but ultimately servant of God and so in the description of the perfect society the four social orders then there's clear definitions of who serves who and what the activities are right? and those that those activities if they're obligatory duties, their activities in the mode of goodness, without 
desire for personal benefit or personal amelioration, right? It's done out of a sense of duty to inculcate this understanding that I'm a servant, ultimately, of Krishna. That's why Srila Prabhupada always quotes the verse Vanasrama Charavata, right? That the Vanasram institution is required because ultimately the Vanasram institution is designed in such a way so that everybody is serving the Supreme Lord. That's his system, his plan. Everything should be running according to the rules and regulations as are outlined here for the Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas and Sudras. Well, and in fact, uh, Prabhupada quotes uh, Rupa Goswami, Shruti Smriti Puranadi Pancharatrika Vidhim Vina Aikantiki Hare but uh, what is it? Utpatyava Kalpate. That um, any activity that's performed without consideration of these rules and regulations will be a disturbance in society. Utpat means a disturbance. So there are basically systems, rules and regulations. Uh, a structure with very detailed definitions of how society should be ordered both from a collective point of view but also from an individual point of view so that these 30 qualifications of an individual naturally manifest in the character of the uh, um, residents of society. And so we we see the cultivation of Brahminical culture within ISKCON, effectively, right? Because automatically these characteristics, the mode of goodness uh, is predominant within the, those who are practicing um, Krishna consciousness and the emergence of these um, qualifications become naturally observed. In fact, Srila Prabhupada mentions that Varnashram pretty much, certainly Varna occupation, is something that manifests automatically within society. Uh, people naturally inclined to study, education, cultivation of knowledge will manifest Brahminical um, qualifications and the administrators will or will naturally be attracted to management administration uh, ordering the affairs of society 
Anna Weishers, the, the business mercantile class, will naturally be attracted to those activities. So with the cultivation of spiritual practice and with the development of that spiritual practice uh, and, and the cultivation of devotional qualifications, then automatically um, the natural characteristics of a person to work or act will, will, will become obvious, will, will naturally manifest. Uh, and so we see um, within, within the ISKCON culture, we see the performance of devotional service and then automatically that practice of, of bhakti brings out the natural qualifications of the individual. And so uh, the devotees basically practicing activities of the mode of goodness, rising early in the morning, worshipping the deity, chanting Hare Krishna, studying the Shastra, honouring prasadam, uh, acting in a very regulated fashion. Uh, you know, uh, cleanliness comes automatically um, because a devotee rises early and the first thing, first thing they do is what? What's the first thing you do in the morning? Ideally. Oh. Go to Mongolati. There's a few things before going to Mongolati. What do you do before you take a sh bath? Oh. Clean your teeth. Yeah? Clean your teeth. Do you do that? Should be clean your teeth? Yeah, good girl. Yeah, get up in the morning and clean your teeth. Clean your tongue. Some of, the, and some of these things just naturally bring about good health, uh, rising early in the morning, and then sitting down and, and performing japa. You know, th th this is immensely beneficial from an individual point of view, very calming and, and um, purifying is the internal purification. When we're chanting Hare Krishna, we're basically reminding ourselves and reawakening our relationship with Krishna. Very powerful. Uh, so we have the 64 items of devotional service, what's called the Chesta Rupa Bhakti, right? the external practice of devotional service that we perform on a daily basis. Basically the 64 items of bhakti that are mentioned by Rupa Goswami in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, right? the nectar of devotion, outlines the practices, the external practices. Right? But <clears throat> along with the external practice, is also the bhavana uh, uh, rupa bhakti, the cultivation, the internal uh, cultivation of a devotee, the heart, right, the mood. So the, on, uh, there's the practice, the external things that we do, 
but along with the external development, there's the internal cultivation of the right attitude or the right mood. As mentioned by Rupa Goswami, Anyabhilasitasunyam, Kana Gana Abhritam. Activities of devotion that are done ultimately for the pleasure of Krishna, right? One's automatically thinking of Krishna and the activities that one performs are done for Krishna's pleasure, for the pleasure of God. And the devotee performs those activities knowing that automatically my needs will be taken care of. And so no desire for karma, for material benefit, and no desire for intellectual or philosophical uh, cultivation of knowledge. Not that one doesn't become learned, certainly one does, but that learning is based on a is predicated by the understanding, by the proper understanding that my relationship with God is as a servant, and which is basically exemplified by service to the spiritual master, right? because the spiritual master is the representative. When Srila Prabhupada came to Melbourne, then the, the journalists were asking Prabhupada, you know, why do you come in this big, why are you driving in a Rolls Royce, right? Why are you driving in a Rolls Royce? And Prabhupada said, you, you give me a car, I'll ride in it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and he had a, a particular gleam in his eye when, when he was being challenged. He says, why not? Huh? And, and um, there was a questioning, you know, why everybody's bowing down to you? Why are you accepting, you know, this treatment as if you're God, right? This, this was the consternation of the, of the journalists, you know. Why are you being respected so much, right? <clears throat> and of course Prabhupada said, I'm like the tax collector who collects taxes on behalf of the king. Uh, he said, I'm, I'm, as a representative of God, I collect obeisances, right? People bow down to me, but they're bowing down not to me, right? But they're bowing down ultimately to God because I'm the representative of God. I'm accepting those offerings, but on the behalf of Krishna, not on my own strength. Right. So this, the, 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 the epitome or the, 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 the um, perfection of one's activities, or shall we say even the beginning actually, and the first of the 64 items in the practice of bhakti as mentioned by Rupa Goswami is uh, ado in the beginning, right? Guru Pad Asraya, one should take shelter of the spiritual master. Right? And so in this way, our relationship with God begins with our relationship with God's representative. And why we worship the spiritual master every day, and Srila Prabhupada as our founder Acharya, our founder 
guru because that's the beginning of our relationship with, with Krishna, worshipping his representative. And of course, Srila Prabhupada, following in the footsteps of Rupa Goswami, teaches the 64 items of bhakti, right? the external practice, but he also teaches how to cultivate also the internal mood of a devotee or, or of a servant. Right? This is the, the, the key quality of a, of a devotee is their service mood, service attitude, right? And it's, it's defined, it's purity is defined by the lack of personal motivation, right? Uh, what's that? Idam uh, Krishnaya. This is for Krishna. Idam Namama. It is not for me. Not that we, not that we don't have possessions or that there aren't personal inclinations and proclivities, because there are. Otherwise, why would we have these four divisions of society? Why people broadly can be categorised into four types of action, right? Obligatory action. Because there, there are different types of people and different proclivities. So there is individuality, but that individuality is tempered by or is um, predicated by that service attitude, understanding. And, and why the Bhagavad Gita starts off with the basics, right? the basic information. You're not this body. You're a spiritual being. Right. The, the body is just made up of material elements, right? But without the essential spiritual principle, the soul, being present, what have we got? Nothing. Well, we've got the material ingredients, but without the spiritual spark, all we've got is a dead body, right? So the most important... The most important element, the most important feature of our being is our spiritual identification. The, 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 without the presence of the soul and without a proper understanding of the nature of the soul and the qualities of the soul, we've basically just got materialistic society. Right? And, and really not much difference between materialistic society and the behaviour of animals. That's why the 30 qualifications that are mentioned initially by Narada Muni are so important. Before we get to Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya, Sudra, we've got to develop these 30 qualifications. And those qualifications will automatically arise in the character in the personality of somebody who engages in uh, devotional service or in bhakti, the cultivation of bhakti. Right? You know, sometimes people think, oh, you become a Hare Krishna, then you retreat from society. 
No, no, not at all. Right? Not at all. That's the message of the Bhagavad Gita. You know, that Krishna is actually encouraging Arjuna, you have to do your duty, right? But the key feature is with detachment. That's why the, the 18th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita is so important. The, 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 the um, um, summary, if you like, Because in the, in the 18th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna explains, here's what activity in the mode of goodness looks like. Here's, the, here's what the performer, the mood and attitude of the performer of those activities, here's what it looks like. Here's what it looks like if it's influenced by the mode of passion. Here's what it looks like if it's influenced by the mode of ignorance. So why the 14th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita is so important because we are taught, here's what activities in a mode of goodness are. This is how we can determine the qualities and the characteristics of an individual can be measured by the different symptoms that are manifest. Right? Goodness manifests certain symptoms, passion manifests certain symptoms, ignorance another set of symptoms. Laziness, sleep, indolence, attachment to intoxication, gambling, gambling yeah. And, and of course, <clears throat> uh, do we see that in society today? Maybe. Right? Addiction to the mode of ignorance. Or if one's elevated addiction to the mode of passion, very little of the mode of goodness. Which is why Srila Prabhupada is saying, okay, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. We don't have a structured, ordered society where we can identify the Brahmanas, Chatriyas and Sudras, Vaishyas and Sudras. We don't have that. We have basically people who are engaged as if human beings, but practically speaking, if we look at their characteristics, it's just eating, sleeping, mating and defending. Aharanidya bayamaitunum cha is mentioned in the Mahabharata. Uh, so basically, uh, what does Prabhupada say? A royal edition of animals. Huh? Yeah, dvipada pashu, two legged animals. <clears throat> but the advantage of the human form of life is don't live like an animal live like a human being and realize your spiritual identity. This is the, adva the, the advantage of the human form is by the performance of those activities that give rise to truthfulness, learning, sense control, mind control, cleanliness, compassion, right, mercy. Be merciful to yourself first and cultivate a proper understanding of who you are. Well, this is, this is the practice of devotional service. So, <clears throat> uh, in, in modern society, that focus is lost. Basically, what are people interested in mostly these days? What are people interested in? 
Huh? Money. Yeah, money. Why? Because we're hungry. This is why Prabhupada recommends grow your own food <laughs> instead of get money to go to Woolworths and Coles. Right? Grow your own food. So, um, this mode of goodness is, is really important. And, and that mood of self-realisation uh, in that the activities that one performs are meant to be performed ultimately for the pleasure of God, right? Krishna mentions, you know, everybody's looking for peace. Well, why wouldn't you? Given the chaotic situation in the world today, right? And of course, it's not that it, not that very much has changed for decades. There's always some sort of conflict going on somewhere, and so uh, um, we want peace. But Krishna tells us what the peace formula is. Um, what is it? What's the peace formula? Five twenty-eight, isn't it, or five twenty-nine? Can't remember. What's the first line of that verse? Bhaktaram Jagyatapasam Sarva Loka Maheshwaram Suridam Savabhutanam Gyatva Mam Shantim Richati. If we want peace, right? Shanti, then we need to recognize that God is in charge. God is the controller. That he's our, he's the, he's the enjoyer of all of our activities. Otherwise, as is mentioned in that, in that verse in, in the purport, Prabhupada says, activities that are performed with an obli obligatory sense of duty, right? And that obligatory sense of duty is to do things ultimately for the pleasure of God automatically we'll be satisfied, right? we'll be looked after. Right? But of course this is, a, this, is, this is a fear. Oh no, become a Hare Krishna, got to give everything up. No, don't have to give it up, but use what you've got, right? What is it? Uh, use what you've got ultimately for the service of God and then automatically you'll be satisfied. That's a big leap. A leap of faith is required, and which is it can be hugely challenging. Uh, oh no, I've got to give everything up. Of course, you know what belongs to us. In any case, uh, we come into the world with very little, and we leave again with nothing. Uh, and for a, a limited period of time, we have facility that ultimately is not ours. Uh, We just have this false sense of identification and, and of possession. Right? So that's why the cultivation of these 30 qualities of, is very important. Why Narada Muni be, uh, mentions it in the beginning of the chapter. Here's what's required to be a human being. 
And once you've got to the human platform, then we can start thinking about brahmanas, chachyas, vaishyas, and sutras. Because so long as society is thinking in the way that ahamameti, I and mine, then they're just basically operating on the level of sophisticated um, animals, dogs and cats, <laughs> right? <clears throat> and, and the Bhagavatam basically echoes that message. Right? So it's an emergency because the qualifications are not there. The selfishness, selfishness is predominant motivation. And identification with the body, the country of birth, right? and one's family and the society that one lives in is the predominant consciousness of the population. When Prabhupada was challenged, actually, he said, why have you come here? Huh? And Prabhupada says, I've come here to remind you of what you've forgotten. I've come here to remind you of who you are. To reawaken that proper understanding of self, right? So that society could be properly ordered and structured and, and ultimately be peaceful, right? We see that. It, 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 a devotee is encouraged to uh, still participate in society, to act basically under the guidelines of the social structure that's recommended by Krishna. And that will automatically then bring about peace and tranquility within society. Of course, we're in a material world. So, uh, there are always going to be problems, right? But one will be able to tolerate the, the, the first, pretty much the first. After you're not the body, Krishna says, basically the, the material world is a place of coming and going. It's never stable. There's always upheavals in the material world. It's designed like that so that we'll learn eh, there's got to be a, a better option. Right? The, the spiritual realm is, a, is certainly a better op, op, option because it's, it's sat, permanent. Whereas in the material world, everything is asat, temporary. And because of our identification with that with the temporal nature, we're pretty much asat, in ignorance, achit, and near ananda. So we look at our, our desire ultimately is satjit ananda. We want to be situated in our eternal, knowledgeable, blissful position. We want to be happy. Anybody here who doesn't want to be happy? Raise your hands. Not everybody wants to be happy, right? but in the material world, uh, very difficult. Right? What's that? Twenty twenty. Oh, Queen Kunti. Oh, Queen Kunti is very advanced. 
very advanced. Poof. That's, that's, yeah. So, yeah. Anyabilashita shunyam. The desires should be free for, from personal profit, personal motivation. But with an understanding that one's personal needs will also be taken care of. Bhaktaram Jagyatapasam Savaloka Maheshwaram Suridam Suhrit Krishna is our best friend. Savabhutanam of everybody. And even though he requires some surrender, that's really a proper recognition of reality. Huh? And, and while we have the Varnashram system, the social body, the Brahmanas make up the head, the Chatriyas make up the arms, the Vaishyas make up the body, the Sudras make up the legs. So each individual is like a part of the machine, just like the arms and the legs, the torso, the head is all part of the body and works ultimately for the benefit of the body, right? So similarly, the, the Varnashram system is designed in such a way so that one recognises one's role, the part that one has to play within the broader social structure, social setting, right? And when it's based on a proper understanding of self, then we get satisfied people, peaceful individuals. You know, it's, it's very interesting when people come to the temple, they say, something special about this place. Right? There's, a, there's, a, I don't know what it is, but I can feel it. There's a vibration. Uh, it's how we control everybody. Uh, <laughs> mind control. Yes. Chan Hare Krishna. You will automatically control the mind. But there's a certain peace and satisfaction that comes from acting in one's relationship with, with God. It automatically engenders calmness and peacefulness and satisfaction that can be felt when people come into the, into the temple. And that's that connection ultimately with Krishna. Our connection with God is reawakened, and then when that's reawakened, we feel happy. Huh? Otherwise, why do we come to the temple? If you go to a Hare Krishna temple, what happens usually? Huh? What's that? Yes, maybe. But usually somebody asks you for a donation, 
right? Or buy a book. Or do some service, right? Yeah. Yeah, do some savor. Because ultimately, as I mentioned before, Ekale Ishvara Krishna, Krishna is the supreme controller, Arasabha Bricha, everybody is his servant. But because we're ignoring that and we think, you know, I'm a servant, I, I serve my mental concoction of who I am, disconnected from our relationship with God, then we're unhappy, we're disturbed. That's why in Kali Yuga, Utpat, there's so much disturbance because there's an ignorance of Shruti, Smriti, Puranadi, Pancharatrika. Vidhim, the rules, Vina, without, right? So people are living Vidhim, Vina, without any rules and regulations, right? And as a consequence, then they're controlled by the mind and the senses, which is no better than being an animal, right? The symptom of a human being and what differentiates a human being from the animals is the ability to control the mind and the senses and why we have the construct of, as I mentioned before, the 64 items of devotional service, right? We have to follow some rules, right? We have to follow some rules. You don't just turn up for work at, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, unless you're on, you know, evening shift. Uh, there's rules, rules and regulations. We don't all drive on any side of the road we feel like, right? Unless maybe you're in India, that's another thing. Right. But even in India, there are road rules. You know them, right? You know them better than I do. If I pull out in front of you, you have to stop. Isn't it? I'm always amazed, you know, by the taxi drivers, any driver, right? You want to turn right. In Australia, you just pull out in front of somebody because when they hit you, there's a big accident, right? Because there's so many cars on the road, usually in, in Noida or Delhi, you know, in the big cities, if you want to turn right, you just drive out in front of everybody and they have to stop. That's the rule, isn't it? No give way. Huh? No give way. No, give way. no you give way. If I turn out in front of you, you give way. Right? And if, if you hit me while I'm turning in front of you, in Australia, what happens? If you do that in Australia, what happens? You'll cop it. Your fault. But in India, if you pull out in front of somebody and they hit you, right, they're in their fault. What did you hit me? I pulled in front of you. Why did you hit me? <laughs> so rules. Systems. Right? There are systems in society in order for it to be peaceful. Huh? And it, it, the, the basic rule for peace is to recognize that God is the proprietor. That's the first, first thing. That doesn't mean that you lose your individuality. No, actually our understanding of individuality is cemented in, is rooted in 
our understanding of our relationship with Krishna. Huh? And that's what people notice when they come to the temple and they pray to Radhabalaba, they feel happy. Huh? Oh Krishna, please give me everything that I want. <laughs> right, okay, that's good. That's good. That's okay. It's okay. But better than that is, oh, oh Krishna, I am your servant. What do you want? Right? What do you want? How many of you are parents? Please raise your hand if you're a parent, most of us. Yeah. How do you like it when your kids come to you and they say, please give me some money? Right? Which is, if they're not doing it yet, they will soon. Right? Actually, they're always doing it. Feed me, right? Which, which as I mentioned before, requires money. <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, to keep our family happy and peaceful requires a lot of money. Right? But how much, you know, today is Christmas. Today is Christmas, right? What's the characteristic of Christmas? What do we, what do we do? Usually. What do we do on Christmas? What are we encouraged to do? Give presents. Yeah. Who doesn't like receiving a present? Raise your hands if you don't like receiving presents. Nobody. Uh, yeah. Everybody likes to receive. Uh, and then when we receive gifts, we reciprocate and we give also. It's a, it's a dadati pratigrinati guya makyati prichati. Bhunte bojayate traiva. We like to give and receive. Right? So when we give to Krishna, Krishna also will give to us. What we're worried about is what Krishna will take. Right? Oh no, Krishna's going to take everything. Well, hang on a second, it belongs to him in the first place, so why not? But this is what people worry about. God has ten arms, I've only got two. So if he takes away from me, I'm the loser. Huh? I'm a loser. This is what people think. If I give my life to God, I'm going to lose. Well, actually, it's, it, it's not like that. We know that when we come to the temple, we become happy because we are connecting ourselves back again. So when we're properly connected, okay, Krishna can take away, but he can also give. And when he gives with his ten arms, you can't hold with your two. Huh? You know, I was thinking about this last night. And um, uh, um, in relationship to... Oh. One of the devotees is 
getting married, right? Or he wants to get married. But the girl's parents are worried, right? You're a Hare Krishna. How are you going to look after our daughter? Eh? Yeah. You're a Hare Krishna. How are you going to look after our daughter? Because everybody knows if you serve God, then he takes everything away. Right? So I was thinking about that. And then I was, I was thinking, mm, I joined the temple in, in 1978. All of that time, I've lived in Albert Park. Right? Albert Park is one of the richest suburbs of Melbourne. Right? Posh. Yeah. So I joined, Krishna took everything away, right? <laughs> I was a long-haired hippie, so Krishna took away my jeans and my hair. <laughs> Actually, I've lost my hair anyway. <laughs> Time factor takes away your hair, you don't need to worry about that. But really, you know, if you looked at if you looked at my life, you know, my mum and dad were worried, not worried, were, were unhappy that I didn't get a degree. Well, I, I went to university, but I gave it up. I was not happy, not satisfied. And, uh, and it wasn't until I you know, joined the temple that life made any sense to me. But if you looked at, if you looked, and my, my two brothers, younger brothers, both graduated and had successful careers, right? Uh, my youngest brother is a barrister, still active, and my, my, uh, the, younger, the younger, not the youngest, he's retired now, but he, was a, he worked for the, uh, for the um, Auditor General in South Australia, was head of, head of his department there. So, you know, successful, but, but uh, the, the son who gave his parents the most entertainment was me. Because <laughs> I did so many different things, right? And lived in Albert Park. You know, if, if you tell people, where do you live? You say, Albert Park, Victor, they go, ooh, Albert Park, ooh, ooh. So, even though, yes, Krishna took, took away from me, at the same time, he gave me so much, right? So much. And all of us, all, all of us who are devotees, haven't stopped living. Life didn't stop, right? We've still got money in bank account, maybe not very much money, but some money and getting fed and looked after so uh, very interesting so those 30 qualifications they're really the the crux of building human society is certainly brahmana chatriya vaishya sudra is, is important but whilst people are behaving like animals and they've lost their connection with their spiritual identity um, 
the 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 van the van ashram structure is hollow right its real purpose is not is not being met the purpose of ordering and structuring society is meant to help us realize our true potential who we really are that we're not this material body uh, but that we're the the spirit the spirit soul that, that makes it go that's the most important part and if we're ignorant of our spiritual identity then we're just like an animal right? no different no practically speaking as Prabhupada says royal edition of the animals polished animal right as the Bhagavatam said what is it hogs dogs camels and asses <laughs> so that's, that's what we're like if we're not taking advantage of the human form to cultivate our spiritual identity that's that and that's why we come to the temple uh, why do we come to the temple it makes us feel good why do we feel good because we're reconnecting to ourselves or we, we're connecting ourselves ultimately to God to Krishna okay Chan Hare Krishna I think that's does that make sense yeah does anybody have any comments or questions Mahatma Ji Hare Krishna Nanda Prabhu Hare Krishna thank you wonderful class very entertaining and instructive as you said Jiveswarubhaya Krishna Nichidas. Yes. We are eternal servant of Krishna. Yes. And why we come to temple is to connect with Krishna. Yes. That's and right. of course have Charnamartam, of course, yeah. at the end, Prashadam. Wonderful yeah. Prashadam in Melbourne Temple. Yes. That's again because of your mercy. <laughs> yeah. Your nice and, administration. And, you know, Prashadam is important because ultimately Prashadam is an extension of deity worship. That's right. Right? As we always say. And everybody, everybody, yeah. when we're engaged in those activities, then ultimately everything becomes prashad. So why we come to temple is association of devotees, yeah. then to read Srimad Bhagavatam, yeah. chanting of the holy names, as yep. you did Kirtan today, yep. and deity worship, and the best way how to do deity worship. We are yep. showing an example, exemplary. And, and I think... Uh, you know, well, for ISKCON, it means um, uh, topmost issue, topmost education, education, preaching, yeah. preaching. education. Wow. Yeah. How much distribution of books? This, this. Yeah, and book. That's why so much book distribution because what's in the book? Bhagavad has given everything. <laughs> yeah, knowledge, learning, knowledge and a systematic understanding, cultivation of knowledge. Yeah. And again, that's, this is the 30, one of the 30 qualities or characteristics of a human, is to be learned, is to understand spiritual apropos matter. That's right. And the difference between the, being able to discriminate between the two and choose activities that ultimately bring Self-realization. Exactly. Otherwise, be a, a dog. And today's verse is very important 
because Srila Prabhupada was mentioning at the time of emergency one may accept any of the various types of professions. Amrit, Mrit, Pramrit, <laughs> all types of yeah, how nice words, important it, words. It's interesting. Hmm. In the purple, Prabhupada says, without, yeah, it, it's interesting. Although the Krishna consciousness movement is a movement of Brahmanas and Vaishnavas, it is trying to re-establish the divine Varnashram institution. Very interesting. Absolutely. Which indicates that the, the Brahmanas and the Vaishnavas, uh, sorry, Vaishnavas, ultimately are beyond that institution. Because mm. right? the, uh, the purpose of the Varnashram institution is to realize your know, spiritual identity, ultimately. Um, this morning is very interesting. I'll tell you in one minute. One oh, minute? No. We are running late for the prasadam. Okay, one but, minute is uh, not very long. The first thing I saw, I went to the toilet, I saw a black spider. A black spider? Sp yeah, vibrating. In your house? And I, I just sat in the bathroom. So in I the said, bathroom? I thought of Srila Prabhupada, <gasps> straight away, Prabhupada, that we cannot kill anything. Yeah. Prabhupada told even, you know. A spider. Yeah. Even <laughs> so, yeah. first I picked a nice clean tissue, yeah. square tissue, yes. and took it out and uh, the doors of the windows this are... This is the quality of mercy. <laughs> so, I had to... You're very thing, compassionate that yeah, you didn't first thing I have to squash the take spider. Take it out of the house, out of the unit, and then, <coughs> then only I could do anything. And then yeah. I happened to do some... Chinchuripa doesn't like spiders yeah. either. And prepared some preparation for the Lord, for the, my deities. So I made some kheer, sweet rice, yep. and fried some samosa, yep. and made some, uh, you know, pulses and... This is why Mahatma mixture. always looks happy when he comes to the temple. <laughs> He's had his kheer and samosa. So, so I offered to Lord. And then I came out. When I came out, I was standing on the tram stop. Yep. And one gentleman on my left, he said, can I give you a lift? Yep. I said, are you a taxi? He said, no. I'll give you a lift wherever you want to go. Uh -huh. So I said, I have to go to this con temple. Yeah. So he gave me a lift. He put my uh, walker in the car and make me sit, even close the door <laughs> and brought me <coughs> out, out. And I came at 728. Otherwise, by train, I would have come at eight, eight, eight. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> Since you're telling stories, I'm going to tell you a story. Interesting thing that happened to me in the lounge, uh, Singapore Airlines lounge, on um, Friday. I um, um, was walking to the bathroom and I was feeling somewhat fallen. It doesn't happen very often. <laughs> I was feeling a bit down. And, um, and I was praying to Krishna, oh, I wish, you know, please let me be a better devotee, right? So I went into the, the cubicle, right? and I was surprised, you know, in the Singapore airport, especially in these, uh, the, the lounge, the toilet opens up for you when you open the door. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And even the seats are heated, <laughs> so somewhat luxurious. So I was, I was looking at that. And I just had the door open, but then I was grabbed by this man, right? <laughs> and I thought, what's going on here? 
And, uh, and he, he, he was touching my neck beads, right? <laughs> and then he was touching my feet and then hugging me. <laughs> and I thought, and what's going on? You know, you, you usually don't get accosted in the toilet. Of <laughs> <laughs> so my question to you today is... On, on, let me finish the story. So um, then, uh, then I realised what he was... I thought he had finished. He was a devotee because he... He, he, he touched my neck beads and then he showed me his, right? right? And then I said to him, and he said, Vaishnava, Vaishnava, right? Yeah. And I said, where are you from? And he said, Odisha. Oh, I said, oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, I said, Jai Jagannath. <laughs> so he was, he was being incredibly affectionate. Right? I, I haven't, you know, because normally, you know, somebody accosts you in the toilet, you think, whoa, what's going on here, right? <laughs> but he was being incredibly affectionate. And um, uh, uh, made me appreciate, you know, my good fortune. Because right? we travel around the world, Absolutely. go lots of places, but especially, actually in India, Delhi airport's pretty amazing, you know. Mm. I turn up at the airport, we're walking through the duty-free, right? And I didn't have, <clears throat> I had my bead bag on, my most obvious sign of being a devotee is I have a bead bag yeah, on. Yeah. And I walk past this guy and he says, Hurry, Bob, Prabhu. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Krishna reciprocates through his devotees. And, and uh, often, uh, People are happy to serve, which mm -hmm. is what you experience. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my request to you now is highlight of your trip. Highlight of our trip? Trip, yeah. Especially Govardhan Parikrama and oh. the seminar. Just oh. few points, few points. Thank you. Well, for me, it was, a whole, it, was a, it was a bit of a break. I actually took it easy. Although my wife might not agree, but... Um, Basically, just chanted Hare Krishna. Uh, when I was in Vrindavan, went to Bhagavatam class every day. Didn't go to Mongolati every day. Did a lot of sleeping, actually. And, um, um, but of course, not a bad thing. You know, just rested. Just took it easy. Rested. Chanted Hare Krishna, read the Bhagavatam, went to the Bhagavatam class, gave classes. And... Um, I taught a teacher training course in the first week that was that was really incredible because I made friends with the students and um, it was an interesting it was one of the best experiences I've had in teaching at the VIHE the previous year was was interesting but this was really interesting because I had a really, uh, everybody in my, in that course was a graduate, bar one, I think. You know, so they were well educated. English wasn't necessarily their first language, but they all spoke really good English. So we had a lot of fun. And um, then we went to the Japa retreat. Um, you remember Damodar and Vrindavaneshwari? Their daughter, Vaishnavi, got married, so we went to 
Vaishnavi's wedding, which was at Govardhan. And, um, and then we went to the Govardhan retreat just last week. Yeah. So it was a good break. Had a good time doing nothing or avoiding a lot of stuff. So, yeah, have a, I had a holiday. There are benefits in having holidays. I don't know if you've noticed. Oh, yeah, what do they say? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, so, you know, I joined the Hare Krishna movement to chant Hare Krishna, not to work hard. <laughs> Which is, which is interesting because one of the things that I learned, or one of the key lessons I learned was that we can practice the 64 items of devotional service uh, um, and, and that's important, that's important. But without the internal cultivation, if we're just doing the externals, and we're not cultivating our internal spiritual development, then we're missing the point in, in many respects. And as a, you know, because now I'm a bit, a bit older, uh, you know, in your 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you just work hard, or I did. And I enjoyed it. And I'm certainly not complaining, but um, if we're just working hard at it, a later stage in life, it 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 uh, um, tires you. You get tired, and then your sadhana is 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 impacted, right? So, um, and and that's why again this ashrama uh, next chapter is important because when we get to uh, mi middle age, we should be winding down in preparation for old age. You can't keep working hard because, well, you'll have a heart attack or you'll have health, major health problems or uh, um, you'll find life won't be very satisfying because that's, you know, at this stage of life it's time to chant and teach rather than manage and organise. Although that's important, but it's time for the Time for the younger devotees to take over. Right? Of course, you know, you try to give them the service and they say, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I say, no, 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 no. Now it's time for retirement. Is that right? You're retired. Ananda Balaba, time for retirement? No, he's, he's retired. He's a grey-haired man now. But he can sell Prabhupada's books. He's a salesman. That's what he should be doing. He's an expert salesman. He knows, he knows how to sell items with a price tag of $100,000 or more. Right. So selling a set of books should be easy for him. Yeah. All right, any other comments or questions? It's half past nine, we should go and have some breakfast. Yeah.
Kantra Shimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Sila Prabhupada ki jai, Gaura Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Sila Prabhupada ki jai, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna I have one more question One more question? Yeah Everybody is telling me Yeah That calendar this year is very late What's that? Because temple presence is not here. The calendar is late? No. Oh, where is the calendar? I don't know. Ask Rasanandini. Um, yeah, I'm not really connected with that.
Free. 